Welcome to Automated Mobility, the people behind the wheel. In this podcast series, we get to know the experts working in the field of automated mobility. What drives them and how do they think their work contributes to a better mobility system? I am your host, Henriette Cornet, and I am the coordinator of SHOW, a European project testing automated vehicles in real life. SHOW is led by UITP, the International Association of Public Transport. Together with 70 other partners, we investigate a future where mobility is shared, connected and automated. Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of our podcast. This episode can be seen as a forward to set the scene, the context of the podcast series. And I can tell you upfront if you are familiar with the topic of automated mobility, Or if you are familiar with the show project, if you are working in the show project, you can skip this episode. The goal is really to define uh, what is uh, what we mean with automated mobility, why this topic, and also uh, what do we mean with the people behind the wheel. And for this, I will say a word about the show project, which is hosting this podcast. Okay, so let's look first at what is meant by automated mobility. You may have heard uh, about self-driving vehicles or driverless vehicles, and that's synonym, that's uh, what we mean with this automated mobility. And uh, so it's about investigating the removing of the human driver from a vehicle and all its consequences. So on one side, we look at uh, what is needed, what is needed for this, uh, how to get there in terms of, of technologies, of a diverse type of technologies, if it is for the infrastructure, for the vehicle, uh, how, uh, how can it be possible? And also to look at the consequences that it has. So it has, of course, a lot of consequences because beyond driving the vehicle, the bus driver also has a role uh, for social interaction, for example, or being responsible in case of emergency and so on and so on. And this also we want to look at. I will mention later a bit the reason why research is conducted in the field of automated mobility. But uh, first of all, uh, still on the, on the term itself, I, I want to mention that you, you may have heard also the term autonomous, autonomous mobility. And that's basically the same. So autonomous, it gives the impression really of the full independence of the vehicle, which it's still, uh, it's still not the case. We are still not there. That's why we prefer to speak about automation and level of automation. So the driver has less and less uh, tasks to do within the vehicle so that we can reach a higher level of automation. That's why automated is, let's say, more, more practical uh, for us. But we will come to this level of automation in some episodes, I'm sure. Another thing uh, that is important for you to know when you are listening to this podcast is that we have some implicit terms behind the expression automated mobility. First, we are looking at electric mobility. So we don't consider combustion engines, really see automated mobility as something that based on all the developments happening in the field of electric mobility. So we will also need, of course, to look at how the vehicles are charged, for instance. But it's kind of implicit. We don't mention it explicitly. Automated means also for us that, it's, uh, that the vehicles are connected and cooperative with, uh, for example, with the other road users and with the infrastructure. 
In our specific case, so it's not always uh, the case everywhere, but in this podcast, in the show project, we are looking at road mobility. So we will not touch into the topic of rail mobility, meaning, for example, this automated metros that you have already in some cities over the world. It's not uh, our topic, it's uh, out of scope for us. We really look at road, uh, road mobility. Another implicit term that uh, you, you will have to keep in mind for this uh, podcast series is we are looking at shared mobility. We are not investigating private cars, so cars owned by individuals, but really how automated mobility can be used for shared purposes. And this is something very important for UITP as the International Association of Public Transport, that we really want to see how automated mobility can help having more shared mobility, especially in cities. And that's also something that is implicit, that we are mostly looking at urban uh, mobility here, maybe peri-urban, but we really look at uh, how automated mobility can be implemented for public transport, for shared mobility within the cities. So the type of vehicles that you can have in mind when we are mentioning automated vehicles are, for example, buses, so automated buses, the standard public buses that you have in your city being one day potentially driverless, we look also at shuttles. You may have seen some because experimentation are getting more and more frequent that are vehicles that are around 12, 15 person capacity. They look a bit like a mini buses. So you may have seen them and they are usually really designed from the start without driving wheels and so on. Uh, we also look at cars. So I mentioned we don't look at private mobility, but we look at automated cars that could be used, for example, as car sharing or robotaxi. And why not also looking at topics like pods, these uh, one-person vehicles, automated as well, that could also have some utility in the whole mobility system in the city. So these are the types of vehicles that we can think about when we are talking about automated mobility. But... It's important for us to speak about mobility and not only vehicles. So this podcast will not be about uh, solely about vehicles technology, vehicles development. We are looking at the entire mobility system. So we are looking at the infrastructure, for example, needed for these vehicles and really how these vehicles integrate uh, something larger. Therefore, uh, we speak of mobility. Now coming to why. So the reason why are we uh, investigating this topic this is a big question. I mean, that's also the purpose of this podcast series is to unveil the reason why we're investigating this and the, the expectations that researchers, developers have in investigating this topic. Why, for example, UITP is looking at it. But let me tell you from a first in this introduction, first from a very high level perspective. And I will use for these statements that are given by the UPRN Commission, which is funding the show project. So the way the Commission, uh, the European Commission is formulating the potential that uh, automated mobility has is first, and that's the most important reason, the really the, the starting point, is to bring down road fatalities to near zero. You can look at the statistics, they are not good at all, and most of the fatalities are due to human error. That's why that's a, a big hope uh, that we have into automation is that we can reduce accidents. And of course, also incidents and so on. And second point is there is a hope that uh, automated mobility can increase the accessibility of mobility services so we can make the service better. 
And another reason is also to reduce uh, harmful emissions because uh, we can make the transport more uh, efficient, so the traffic will be more fluid, so that will be like, more efficiency reached, and this efficiency will lead to less emissions. So that are the three main reasons, but there are other benefits. And of course, there is a lot of challenges, of risks. There will be, we are sure that there will be also uh, unexpected effects. And that's why we need this research to be conducted. We need all this development. We need to look together to look at this really from a high level and understand the mobility. So in short, I would say that we are not here promoting automated mobility. So we are not telling that it should happen. We are discussing it. We are really looking at all the facts, what is making automated mobility, what is needed for that and what we can expect from it. So we will touch upon the, the topic of the vehicle, as I mentioned, how it is controlled, what are the sensors needed for automated mobility, also the infrastructure being the physical infrastructure or, or the digital infrastructure that would be needed for connectivity. And beyond the technology development, we will also put ourselves from the side of the citizen, of uh, the people really that will use like the future passengers to be sure that we understand their needs and to be sure that this, this new technology will make their life better by having a better mobility system. We will discuss together also the topic of uh, harmonization of regulations because we need them to be able to test and deploy AVs on our roads. We will dig into the detail of evaluating the impact uh, that automated mobility may have on societal and environmental levels, but also from a business perspective and see how profitable a business case could be when automated mobility is deployed in a city. And the good thing is that all these topics that I just mentioned are actually addressed in the show project, which is hosting this podcast. And that's a perfect transition now coming to the second part of the title of the podcast series, which is The People Behind the Wheel. And we will, in this podcast series, so the goal is really to discuss with experts, with people working in this project, working in this field. We have an incredible diversity of experts working into the goals that I mentioned before in, the, in this investigation. And uh, we want to connect to, to really make you familiar with uh, what, uh, what they are doing, why they are doing this, who are this person working on such project, and also that you get also a better understanding of a European project. So let me tell you a word about the show project itself. And so it's a very large project funded by the European Commission. When I mean large it's large in terms of partners involved. We have 70 partners. Yes, you have heard correctly. Seven zero partners working together for the development and deployment of automated mobility. And it's currently actually the largest initiative of its kind. What's great with this, having so many partners on board, okay, for a management perspective, it can be challenging, as you can imagine, but also it's an incredible opportunity because we are covering the entire ecosystem of automated shared mobility because we have vehicles, manufacturers on board, their suppliers, we have operators, public transport operators or mobility operators, technology providers, service companies. We have many research and academic institutes and we have several associations to which UITP, the International Association of Public Transport, belongs. The project is led by what we call a project management team, with UITP being the coordinator of the project, 
but it would not be possible for such a project, so big project, without other entities helping out. And that's, uh, for example, the technical management being done by a research institute called CERT HIT, located in Greece, and we will have the occasion, um, so you will discover this institute in some episodes. We have also a demonstration board led by EuroCities, uh, which is an association that gathers large cities in Europe. We have a dissemination manager from Ertico, which is an organization that promotes research and defines uh, ITS industry standards. And we have also an ethics board led by uh, VTI, that is the Swedish National Road and Transport Research Institute. And the goal of the project uh, lies in deploying and testing fleets of automated vehicles on the road in 2022 and 2023. So check out, maybe it is happening in your city or maybe it has happened in your city if you are, in case you are listening uh, to this podcast in a distant future. In any case, uh, these trials are meant to last over several months because we really want people in the neighborhoods to get used to these vehicles and so that we can get a lot of learnings from this test. We want to know how it improves the passenger's experience, the service, but of course we look also at all the topics that I mentioned before, so pushing the boundaries of technical development at infrastructure, in, uh, at uh, the vehicle level. We've, uh, we, we work on simulation. We also work on uh, developing regulation, developing evaluation framework, business models, as I mentioned before. So I could talk about it alone for hours, but the best is that you listen to the coming episodes and I hope you will learn a lot about this topic. Don't hesitate to give us your feedback on any episode uh, that you listen. And also tell us what you would like to hear more about. So if there is a specific topic that you think we should dig more into detail, we would be super happy to do so because this podcast is made for you <laughs> to connect with you, to connect a bit with all this research and development happening. So uh, let us know your, your thoughts about it. Looking forward to uh, interacting with you. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Automating Mobility, the people behind the wheel. This podcast would not have been possible without the support from the Horizon 2020 program by the European Commission under the grant agreement number 875530. Check out the links for the show project and other references in the description of the episode and subscribe to our newsletter to stay tuned. Don't hesitate to share this episode or give us feedback to it. My name is Henriette Cornet from UITP and I hope to see you at our next episode.